Glad to welcome back in studio Sangamon County Sheriff Jack Campbell here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop at 738. Sheriff, thanks for taking time with us this morning. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Greg. Glad to, glad to be here back in studio with you. It's been a long time since you and I have been here. Yes. Yes, it has been. Uh, but here we are, uh, you know, a year and a half after uh, the beginning of COVID and my how the world has changed. Absolutely. Uh, it is the WMAY Morning News Feed. Again, I'm Greg Bishop, 738. Sheriff Jack Campbell in studio with us. Uh, and Sheriff, I wanted to touch base with you on a couple of different things. Um, first off, uh, the election law that uh, Governor J.B. Pritzker signed on Friday uh, kind of allows for what Cook County has been doing for a couple of years now uh, to set up a polling place in county jails. Uh, where are you going to stand on that? Because it's an option, correct? Yeah, it is just an option. And it's something that, that our county clerk, Don Gray, and I have worked out uh, a long time ago. We've actually had the option for the inmates to uh, to vote for quite a while. And what we do is we use the model of the mail-in ballot. Uh, Don's office uh, you know, supplies us with the packets we need that has all the information. And that's only if an inmate re- requests it. Um, if they're not yet registered, we ensure they get registered uh, make sure they're residents here and everything. Uh, so it's something we've been doing for several years now. Uh, so they, they have to be a resident of Sangamon County? Correct. Okay, yeah. interesting. So, so they, uh, yeah, so we ensure that everything's done properly, legally. You know, Don's office ensures that the signatures match, you know, all the validation that we have to have. Uh, in essence, it is just like a mail-in ballot that he already has in place. So it's actually worked out very smoothly for us. Um, we've get, um, you know, in a, in a in the off-year elections, we'll get, you know, 30 to 40 uh, voters out of our 350 inmate population. In the last presidential election, we had just under a hundred, so uh, we we ensure that they it, it, you know they have the option and, and we get it delivered over to Don's office and uh, it's all it's all uh, fair and square. Do we have uh, what's the population of the the county jail of out of county um, residents? I don't have that breakdown, but typically sure. um, we'll have a handful that are uh, here on out of county warrants. Um, some some are waiting to go to Department of Corrections. Uh, they're out of out of county, but you know, out of three hundred fifty, it's probably you know fifty or less that are that are actually non county residents. We're talking with Sheriff Jack Campbell here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Uh, so you are just going to stick with the thing that you've been doing for years now. Yes, we don't need to fix it. It's not broken. And again, yeah. this is something Don's office, our, our county clerk, has done so well for so many years that we are we work very well together. We're in constant communication and, and ensure that everything's done properly. Sheriff, I wanted to bring you on to talk about another issue that we've talked about in the past as well, uh, and that is concerns people have uh, about uh, military-type vehicles or military surplus vehicles. Mm-hmm. Uh, being purchased by law enforcement. And surely you've seen the billboard that the uh, uh, Faith Coalition for the Common Good has posted. Uh, Surely you've heard the criticism that's Mm -hmm. on social media or from activists. Um, I guess in a way, just react to that. Uh, Why do we need that type of military surplus equipment in domestic law enforcement? Well, as I said many times, we've been using armored vehicles for 30 years that I'm aware of. Uh, It just simply has a different name to it. You know, the one we currently have is a 1991 Brinks truck that's been converted over for us to use tactically and the fact is that and that's that, like a, a money truck right yes exactly yeah and and it will not stop a high-powered rifle round and we've we've had these vehicles in the past and uh and they were you know given away and and uh, my job now is to protect the residents of this county as well as our deputies so as the examples i've used if we have somebody out in the county or it doesn't really matter where it's at but out in the county is it typically where they have the longest uh, sight line where they could use a, a high-powered rifle against our say a tactical team um you know to deliver a tactical team to that area 
we have to have a vehicle that will get us there safely. And I've met with the Faith Coalition and many other, uh, you know, faith leaders. In fact, I have a meeting tomorrow morning. NAACP will be involved in that to, to let them know why we're doing this. And one of the typical objections we hear is it doesn't, it doesn't look good. Well, you know, Greg, quite frankly, my job is public safety. And sometimes, you know, as I said, for, for some people, us wearing a gun on, on our side doesn't look good. But we have it for protection for ourselves and for them. This is the same concept. We... If I have to rescue somebody that's been shot uh, laying in a yard and there's a, a gunman in the window, I have to be able to pull something in front of that person that needs to be rescued, and we don't have anything right now. So it, it is disappointing. You know, instead of investing time and energy, uh, money into that billboard, you know, one of the things we know for a fact is the violence is happening in Springfield right now of all the people shooting at each other. But I, I would ask the group, what have they done about that? What have they done to help curb that violence, which is real, which is, you know, demonstrable? We, we find the shell cases in the roadway, but I don't see a billboard about that. I don't see them meeting with these groups about that type of violence, which is right in our face. Have we had um, instances of using these types of vehicles, the armored vehicles or the um, um, uh, Bearcats, mm-hmm. I think? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, t- Talk about the instances you have used those types of vehicles for. Well, um, I, can, I can recall one in, uh, just here locally that we used where a, a gunman was out uh, on his porch pointing a gun around a trailer court for about three hours. And he would step out, point a gun around. And again, a trailer court's a very dangerous situation where the, the uh, side of the trailer may not stop around. And after uh, several hours of trying to negotiate. At that time, we had the vehicle called the MRAP, which is a, a larger version of what I'm trying to acquire now. And and actually, we were on our way out with the uh, Brinks truck, and it broke down, again, a 1991 vehicle. And uh, they called me. I was on scene, and I had him bring the MRAP out. We pulled it into his yard, and in about 10 minutes, he walked out and lay down in the yard and gave up. Now, that's exactly the way a scenario should end, with nobody getting hurt. The suspect wasn't hurt. We took him into custody just by the look of it. So some people talk about the intimidation factor. Well, sometimes it is designed to intimidate, but in a good way, to, to bring it to a peaceful uh, resolution, and, and it worked exactly the way we wanted it to that time. We're talking with Sheriff Jack Campbell here in studio with the WMAY Morning News Feed, uh, getting his reaction to a billboard that's gone up. And I can't remember the exact phraseology, but uh, essentially saying, that we don't need tanks mm-hmm. uh, for, for domestic and law enforcement. Correct, it's not sure. a tank. I mean, and I've had very well-meaning people come up to me and they s- tell me they support us getting in the tank. I say, well, thank you, but please quit calling it a tank because it's not a tank. There's no weapon mounted on it. There's no water cannon mounted on it. This is simply a rescue and delivery vehicle that would be used in extreme circumstances, either the threat of, of a, a gun being present or actually shots being fired, or if we need to deliver a tactical team or deliver a phone to negotiate to protect our people. We're talking again. Sheriff Jack Campbell on the WMAY morning news feed. So it sounds like you're you're wanting this equipment for kind of one-off type of instances, not for like say there's uh, an insurgency or something, right? Right. It's you know, and this has been discussed before too um, about peaceful protesters. I took an oath to protect peaceful protesters. I will stand with them if they're peacefully protesting. We're not going to have it out in that scenario. Uh, this, is, again, is a, a, like you said, a one-off situation where we have a very uh, credible threat that we need to address, and I am not going to let our citizens nor our deputies get hurt if I can avoid it. How much is the vehicle you're looking to purchase, and are we getting it for a, a discount from a military surplus? So, uh, last September, we were contacted by the military, said, if you want 
one of these. We have 14 of them out here. You need to come out and lay your hands on the one you want. So I sent a deputy out um, to figure out which one we wanted. And uh, and then we got a bid to transport it. So it costs no money uh, as far as acquiring it from the military. At the time, my bid to, to transport it back here was about $5,500. Probably has gone up since then. Um, but And that will be used. Uh, we will use seized monies for that also. So no no tax dollars will go into the, the acquiring, transportation of this whatsoever. Sheriff Jack Campbell uh, on the WMAY morning news feed. Uh, what what is the most prevalent crime in Sangamon County that you guys are focused most on? Well, you know, we'll set drugs aside because drugs are tied to almost all crimes, whether it's burglaries, thefts, even sometimes assaults. Uh, but typically, thefts and burglaries are the ones that we uh, have a tendency to take the most reports on, and, and our detectives are constantly following up on. So, um, and, and you know, during COVID, uh, all of the crimes dropped, just for the record, and probably everybody realizes that that everything dropped. So we're going to see a giant surge in this upcoming year, the reportable year, compared to what it's been in the past. But uh, that's typically what we work. And uh, finally here, uh, there's been some criticism about uh, handling of uh, inmates in the Sangamon County Jail. Uh, And I know you can't necessarily talk about one particular recent case because of possible pending litigation, Mm -hmm. uh, but that has led to some activists calling for you to resign, Mm -hmm. giving you an opportunity to to react. Well, I appreciate it, and and I'm not going to resign. Look, I love my job. I love what I do. We have great men and women who work at the sheriff's office in every division. And the main thing is our job is very difficult. Um, you know, in the jail, people come to us in not very good shape. They don't take care of themselves on the outside. They come under the influence, suffering from from many uh, you know medical concerns. And and you know, we we are mandated to require uh, or to uh, give them that medical treatment they need. But we're not the Mayo Clinic. You know, every year at the emergency room. Many people die over there, and they're equipped to save people. We are a detention facility that has to t- take care of them medically. So, um, look, I'm, I, again, I, I'm not going to resign. I'm, I'm here to lead us through this difficult time, um, and, uh, and I, I have no intention of going anywhere. Any lessons that have been implemented or learned uh, to, to best take care of those who are in uh, always, county we custody? We always review every scenario like this. We look and see you know, what we could have done differently, um, and, and we'll adjust accordingly. But uh, it's, it's easy to have the hindsight, the 2020. Um, but the fact is, there's no way to train for every possible scenario that we face. And, and, uh, and these are impossible situations on occasion where we're trying to uh, help individuals out, and they're refusing our help, and yet we have to give it to them. And sometimes it it requires us to use a level of force to give them that assistance they need. Sangamon County Sheriff Jack Campbell, uh, appreciate you coming in studio. Great to see you, Greg. Uh, yeah, good to see you in studio yeah. after a year and a half. Uh, so let's uh, let's connect again Absolutely. in the near future, all right? Yep. Thank you.